Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. I am so delighted to be with you again today for another episode of something that will transform your life. And so this podcast is really for the woman who is hungry for growth and change, and she knows that there is more to who she is and more to life. And today's episode, we're going to talk about our inner dialogue, this dialogue in our heads, and how you can know the difference between that critical inner dialogue and the inner wisdom, I call it, you're going to learn about in the episode, how to know the difference between the two. I just can't, are coming, I'm coming back from my conference, Whole Woman, Whole Life, which was in Atlanta, Georgia on the 23rd of March. And I'm really excited because I really had an opportunity to teach the ladies this concept and this understanding. And then I also was able to allow them to implement it in the moment. There's nothing like learning a concept, getting it down packed, and then being able to implement it before you leave. And that was the empowering thing I wanted to do. And what I absolutely love doing is helping women to heal their own lives and teaching them the tools and the strategies to be able to overcome all of the inner obstacles and all of what I call the unconscious blocks that are getting in the way of them having the life they were meant to have and that they truly desire. So today's episode will be one of those tools that you will be able to get in our time together. And I'm going to help you to understand better that inner critical dialogue that you have on a daily basis in your own head. Maybe you're not even aware of it or how it's showing up, but I'm going to teach you how to recognize it, what to do with it, and how to know the, the inner wisdom, as I call it, your intuition, your gut, God within, how to know that voice and which one you get to choose to follow. So let's jump right on in. This information is going to be transformational, I've already said. And so you may want to go back and listen to this podcast and get information by writing it later. But the first time, maybe just hearing it, your inner critic is defined as basically the part of your personality that judges you, that calls your names, and that puts you down. I know you probably have been with this voice for so long. Research shows that the inner critic shows up around the age of seven. So for whatever age you are now, subtract that by seven, and that's probably how long this has been with you. And a lot of the times we recognize or don't recognize this voice because it feels like a part of us. And it feels like sometimes it's the truth because the inner critic shows up in a way that either it's very aggressive and harsh and critical, or sometimes it's just persuasive. It's just persuasive. So it doesn't feel so bad. 
But the truth is that the inner critic has the power to disable even the most confident and successful woman that we all have one is the truth. And we have to understand the tactics of our inner critic because we have the ability to break free from this inner dialogue and we can transform our lives. And so our inner critic, and there's a really great book that talks about the inner critic and I absolutely love to refer to it and it's called Reform Your Inner Mean Girl. And it really breaks down, um, what I love about it is it breaks down the inner critic by names and how she has tactics and strategies and the lies she tells us that we actually engage in toxic behaviors on a continual basis and it really exposes it and that's a big part of the work that I love doing is exposing the lies and what I call illusions and an illusion is just a false belief and when we expose them, we understand the power that we really have. We awaken our inner whole woman, which is what this is all about. But that inner critic really can be triggered and it may force us to feel stressed, unhappy, and unfulfilled. And maybe that's you. In some way in your life, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling unhappy, or you're feeling unfulfilled. And so if you know what this inner critic looks like and why I call it a she, because I like to separate our inner critic from us, there's a power in doing that. There's a power in you knowing that this is not you and isolating that from you and really understanding it and kind of studying it. And that's one of the strategies that I'll be teaching in a moment. And so the inner critic really shows up and it can feel, like I mentioned, hard and loud and harsh and critical. Well, there's another part of your personality and I like to call it your inner wisdom. Your inner wisdom is your inner knowing. It's your healthy voice. It is the part of you that knows all of the answers. That is the part that I believe is your, your connection to God. And some call it your intuition, your gut. Um, I refer to it as inner wisdom. And in the inner wisdom, if you're wanting to know the difference your inner wisdom often feels like a whisper. Some would even describe it as a feeling, like a peace. Peace is also described as a feeling that you can't really describe. You just know. You know, in life that you just have that I just know feeling. Usually we refer to that as inner peace. And so when we have our inner critic, it may feel make us feel ungrounded. You feel like you're spiraling. You feel out of control. You might feel anxious or overwhelmed. Well, the opposite of that might look like you feel grounded, which is your inner wisdom. You feel expansive. Your soul is here for expansion. It's always here for constant growth. It's wanting you to have more and pulling you to this next level in your life. And so it also would give you this peace. And for me, peace is, again, an emotion you can't really describe. Um, I like the way the Bible describes it as it's beyond our understanding, right? That peace that surpasses understanding. And so your inner critic is in the mind and it always has you in a place of trying to figure things out. Right? It has all of these questions and it leads you to questioning yourself and your decisions. And our inner knowing is about the truth. Now, the truth doesn't always feel good. The truth is sometimes a thing that we, we need to hear, but it's always for our greater good. And it's always there with the answers. And so I like to refer to that as kind of my internal GPS system. You know, as you all have GPS systems now, I remember when I first got one and how I was hesitant about trusting it. 
I was hesitant about it saying in 50 feet turn right and do this and the next this and that. I really didn't like the concept of trusting the system because I thought maybe I knew better. Sometimes that's how we refer or treat our inner wisdom. We treat it like we know better. Usually that's our inner critic showing up, our mind. And so the inner critic is very fear-driven. It is very fear-driven. And it's so, so, um, so complex and, and, and so complex in the sense of sometimes it doesn't even seem like fear. You know, it's those excuses that we come up with. I really want to do this in life, but, and then we come up with the fear I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I don't know how to do it. I've never done it. You know that stuff that you tell yourself. But what inner wisdom is all about is understanding that it truly just wants you to be happy. It truly just wants you to be happy. Inner wisdom is cheering you on. That's your inner, I call it your inner whole woman cheering you on and is so, so supportive. And it's really that place of inner wisdom, connection to our hearts and our souls, the essence, the spiritual essence of who we truly are. And so the inner critic can oftentimes be very negative in the talk that we have, you know, the conversations in your head that aren't that aren't the positive ones. But what I love about inner wisdom is that it's never had anything negative to say to you or about you. And even when it's giving you something that doesn't feel good, it's for your good. And it's always wanting you to be the best version of who you were created to be. I love it. I love it. I love it. But sometimes it gets challenging and understanding the difference between the two. And it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? And how is, how am I supposed to know? Maybe that's your question. How do I know the difference and I want to teach you some strategies and that you can implement in your own life to give you the practice, because I really want you to take away from this that you have to practice and really sometimes even take a chance to see which voice is talking. And so at the conference, what I had the ladies do is say when it felt like it was their inner critic, they would say my inner critic or my mind is saying and that was a really helpful strategy for those ladies that practice because it allowed them to see that this is what's happening and I can recognize and verbalize what's happening, but then I don't have to really listen to that, that I can really tune in and I really can ask questions of my inner wisdom. And that's what we ended up doing. And the beautiful thing about what happened was that women were able to see that they had the answers to the questions. Whether it is, you know, what do I do next? The answer they got in moments and minutes because they implemented strategies that I'm talking about, which one is I love talking about the inner critic and you first and foremost calling her out, calling her out. You have to have the ability to name it. You know, there are many names, as I referred to the book earlier, and reform your inner mean girl, but you can make it really simplistic, and that's just bossy talking. You know, that part of your personality that just tells you you have to do everything. You have to make this happen. You have to be involved. You have to handle it all. That's just bossy talking. I, I know someone who refers to her as bossy. And understanding, or oh, that's Miss Perfect. Miss Perfect just wants me to get everything right, and so she tends to convince me to procrastinate so that I don't get it wrong or I don't fail because the other strategy, the next step of this and understanding it is understanding the motive behind your inner critic. Yes, your, your inner critic has a 
purpose. Now, it doesn't feel like a purpose. It doesn't feel like she's trying to do something that's helpful. But once we study it and understand it, we realize that she's really trying to protect us from something. And I would ask you to ask your inner critic, what are you trying to protect me from this time? And I recently had to ask myself that and understanding that she's trying to protect me from what? Disappointment, failure, being overwhelmed, feeling isolated, being called out, brought attention brought to me that is negative. Maybe that's what she's trying to protect me from, which leads me to another step and that you understanding that you can thank, be thankful and grateful of what she's trying to do, but say thank you, but no thank you. You know how someone's trying to give you something or they're trying to do something for you and you're really not interested in it or you're, you're preferring not to have it. You can say what? Thank you, but no thank you. And that's a strategy that you can implement in helping you to disarm your inner critic so that you truly can hear your inner wisdom. Thank you, but no thank you. I love doing that because one of the other motives that the inner critic typically will do to us is it will cause us to think that we're isolated and by ourselves. And the next step is so helpful in you talking about it. You kind of outing her. And that's what we did at the conference. It was so amazing because what I allow the women to do is to speak what their inner critic was saying and allow themselves to hear it and then allow other women to hear it. And for all of us to realize that we all struggle and we all have challenges and that we're not alone. And that was a powerful shift in the room because we started to talk about it. And so in you understanding the difference for yourself, as I'm talking about the strategies of disarming her, we also have to know that we can't really simply get rid of her. She does have a purpose and she has helped us potentially in the past overcome very challenging things. But our inner wisdom is our inner knowing. It's our intuition. It's our connection with God. And it is so important for us to know that voice too. And to always remember that we have the ability to choose what voice we follow. And so one of the powerful techniques with understanding that, I believe, is journaling. I believe that you can write your thoughts and write down questions and write down the answers that come to you. And that's a very practical way for you to do that. You also, another great strategy is to get quiet, get still, get silent. Now, our lives typically aren't arranged in a way because our lives are so busy that we could do that. But I challenge you to create the space and create the time to just be still. I heard some time ago that the word silent and listen have the same letters. Silent and listen have the same letters. And so in order for us to be able to hear and listen, we have to get quiet. And so another strategy in doing that, some people will do meditation where you're just really, again, intentionally getting still and quiet, clearing your mind, clearing your thoughts. And for some, if that's overwhelming to do, start with five minutes. Give yourself five minutes. Set a timer and just sit and just be quiet and kind of build upon this. For me, God taught me this in a very interesting way. It was a, a time that I was doing prayer in the morning at 5 a.m. And so for a season, he had me to still get up at 5 a.m., which was already a challenge. And then I had to be quiet 
and I had to be quiet and awake at 5 a.m. But what this taught me some years ago, what it taught me was the power of quieting my mind. And every time I would have a thought, I would stop the thought and I would just have silence. And I would stop the thought and I would just have silence. And eventually it didn't become much of a task for me to quiet my thoughts. And I could be fully present and really just hear. And so what you also can do as another strategy to hear more of your inner wisdom is to ask questions. Now, this is one of my favorites. I absolutely love asking inner wisdom, God within, intuition, questions, very specific questions that give me the answers that I need. And it also builds confidence. Because to know the difference between your inner critic and your inner wisdom, it's really about the confidence and you trusting what you hear and knowing the answers might not come the way you want. One of the challenges, they may not come when you want them. And then here's the other one. They may not come how you want them. And all three of those are okay. You might not also get all of the answer that you need. You might just get a piece You might just get a piece. I was working with someone recently and she wanted to know about whether she should stay where she was or move somewhere else. And so we tuned in and we asked inner wisdom and her answers were very clear, but very also confusing in a way. And the answer that she really got was to explore. It's a very simple answer. It wasn't an answer of should I or should I not? The answer was explore. And what I love about inner wisdom, what I love about God is that God will speak in part. And he'll give you the part that you need for right now. And you might have to just take that part and work that part and move in that part. And then you'll get the next answer. So I challenge you as you're asking questions, as you're listening, as you're tuning in, that you write it down. I cannot say that enough. I always try to make sure I have something, whether it's my phone notes, whether it's actually a sheet of paper or my notebook to write down what I hear because if God is speaking in part and he's really giving you what you need at that moment, then you might forget it later or it may not make complete sense. And so the other thing that as you're asking a question, write down the answers. And what I also would challenge you with is that I never ask a question that I am not going to get an answer for. And so for me, I might ask the question and then the answer comes in a way or I don't hear anything or I might even just have a feeling, a peace, a knowing. It depends on you have to study to see how inner wisdom, how God speaks to you and being aware of that. For sometimes it is a audible voice or sometimes it's a feeling, a knowing. Sometimes it's actually like something in my body, my throat. I might have a lump in my throat or I may experience something like hair raising on my arm or goosebumps or some way that it speaks to me. And me being aware of that helps me to know the difference between the two. Now, with all of these strategies and all of these tips, I'm going to tell you there are times when I still don't know or I'm still not sure And in those moments, I have to choose. I have to just make a decision and say, okay, this is what I believe is happening. And I just have to see how it unfolds and I have to see how it works out. And I understand, and this is what I want you to take away as well. I understand that no matter what I choose, I'm always okay. No matter what I choose, that God is always with me because that's what he promised. Well, no matter what I choose, it works together for the good. 
And then I don't get stuck and paralyzed in thinking and questioning and confusion. Because another thing that I talked about in great detail was that clarity doesn't come in confusion. That is a lower level of energy. It requires energy for clarity. You know how sometimes you're trying to find the keys, right? You get ready to leave the house. You're ready to roll. Might even be running late. That might be my story. And then you realize you can't find the keys. And you're like, oh my gosh, where are the keys? And you're on a frantic panic mode because you know time is not on your side at this point. And then for some reason, you just settle. You just settle and go, where did I put those keys? And in your settling, you kind of change the energy and you realize that the keys are in your hand or the keys were in the front door or the keys were on the counter where you left them. You know what I'm talking about. But the energy had to shift for you to be able to see that. And that's what I love about inner wisdom. And I love about getting answers and getting clarity and trusting the process And so today's episode was really to give you that. And I wanted to give you one other powerful question that I like, or actually two I'll share that I like to talk about and to encourage you to practice, practice, practice. And so what I would challenge you if you're wanting to know and check in with your inner wisdom, ask the simple question of what do I need to receive today? Another one is what do I need to hear today? It is my intention and I hope that you've got some valuable nuggets in understanding your inner critic, which is the part of your personality that judges you, calls you names and puts you down. And then for you to better understand your inner wisdom and how you can know the difference between the two and really activate what I call your inner whole woman so that you can be the woman you were created to be and do the things that you were created to do. I will Listen out for your questions and your responses to this podcast to provide you more information about the inner critic. There's so much more I could teach. And in regards to your inner wisdom, there's so much more that I could share. Thank you for tuning in to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. I am delighted that you chose to listen to this episode. And I know that it has brought some awareness, which is a key in understanding both your inner critic and your inner wisdom. And I challenge you to practice, 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 and continue to practice until this is very clear for you. Have a great day. Until next episode, I'll see you then. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken2power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman.